Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about No Fun, the Jen Kirkman Podcast, Season 10, Episode 23. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Jen Kirkman. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about, is podcasting dead? There's an article about it, and I I disagree, but I don't know. I don't listen to podcasts, the same kind of podcast that I think everyone else does. We'll talk about that, as boring as it sounds, we'll, we'll talk about that. I'll be talking about, I caught my mom in a lie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, I did. William Shatner's thoughts on looking at the earth from above. A fun little story about the family behind Two Buck Chuck, the founder of it, Fred Franzia, recently died. Rest in peace. I'm going to be giving some apartment decorating advice, how to do it on the cheap and how to do it without rushing into it too much and then regretting what you've done because a listener wrote in to ask for some advice and a story about getting my glasses tightened that I know sounds boring, but it leads into someone telling me to relax and then kind of going into an ADHD shame spiral and then like having a weird resentment at a friend from 15 years ago where one time she said to me, let's use our inside voices when I was uh, outside talking loudly because I don't know how loud I talk. I, I, you'll you'll see. It, it swirls around in my head. But of course, as always, that is all available on the Patreon version. That's where you get the full one hour or more episodes 
with no ads. But let's just get into it right here, starting with an article I saw in Vulture called Podcasting is Just Radio Now. I mean, I think they're talking about in the big business sense, you know, when radio kind of radio plays went out of vogue and people started watching TV and movies, but I'm going to say this. I'm not looking at podcasting from this big business perspective. So I have a different opinion that I don't think it's ever going away. I don't think it's dead. I think maybe what people tried to do to it might be dead, but I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I never understood what podcasting was for, but I never thought it was for serialized, um, performative things, you know, like, uh, like scripted shows or even those kind of shows that are more of a true crime thing and they they take you through a, a story. I mean, I, I like some of those. I actually am not a true crime person and I don't want to be judgmental, but I, I guess the point of this podcast is to just wild out with my opinions and not try to hold back for fear of offending people. I'm not really worried about offending people. I'm more just worried that once I start talking, I kind of go into this ADHD zone and there's really no world where I'm ever going to be as articulate as I want, where I'm ever not going to turn off the mic and think, ah, oh, I should have said it that way. But I, I just don't enjoy true crime. I don't feel like in my spare time listening to things about missing women or gruesome murders of all genders or serial killers or sociopaths. I don't like that stuff. It makes me feel very dark and upset. Now, I'm not saying I'm some amazing person. And guys, we just all need to be meditating in our spare time. Let's raise our vibrations. Okay. That's not what I mean, because I was very disappointed that the last episode, as I'll call it, of the January 6th committee hearings was rescheduled. I know there was a hurricane. I don't think they rescheduled it out of any mass amount of respect. I think it was because they knew that that would, they would get overshadowed in the news cycle, I think. But by the way, very smart. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. But I'm sitting there complaining. I want to watch January 6th tonight. I call it January 6th like I'm saying. I wanted to watch Laverne and Shirley tonight. That's a current reference. And... I'm so happy that it's rescheduled for this week. By the time this episode comes out, I believe it'll already have aired. And to, to many people, that's very dark. I am watching people go through, relitigate what happened on one of the darkest days in our nation's recent history where people tried to overthrow the Capitol. They wanted to hang the vice president. They wanted to shoot a bunch of the other politicians. The president was involved with it. 
People died. Police officers are testifying about the trauma they have, the PTSD. All of that's very dark, and I can't get enough of it. But because to me, it's it's happening right now. It's of consequence. And again, I'm not trying to say the reason I like dark things is better than the reason that other people like other dark things. Maybe I am actually. Let's be honest. That is what I'm doing. So, but it does have some effect on my life currently. It might, that might be why I'm so interested. I haven't sat around and analyzed why I'm interested in things, but I just, ugh, I just have an aversion to, tr- to true crime. And I totally get though, why some people like it, because I think it helps us process anything dark. So if there is currently something dark going on in the world, which there always is, right? Maybe it's easier to apply empathy or fear or whatever feelings come up when listening to things about true crime. It's easier to take those feelings and put it into something that really doesn't affect your daily life and your time on the planet, but you get to exercise feeling those ways. So this isn't a judgment per se, but I just, I feel sometimes a little left out of the world because everybody I know watches and listens to true crime. And when I say I don't, I, I'm still floored at the reactions. You don't? I, to me, that would be the easiest thing to understand because when I say to people, oh my God, there, when is the next January 6th going to be on? <laughs> people look at me and they ask, does that really interest you? Yes. Oh, I just find it so depressing. Okay. I get it. I get it. There are people in our government who want to overthrow it. That is depressing. For some reason, I can handle it just fine. It doesn't give me a stomach ache. I don't start panicking. And yet I, I have never had it reciprocated where a true crime fan asks if I listen to They Got Killed Twice podcast and I say no. And they say, what? Really? You have to ask twice why I don't like a podcast in my ears or on my speakers about usually women being murdered. It's not even that it's not even that because I'm I'm scared. I just the, the whole thing gives me dark vibes. I used to have a bit on my first album that came out 20 years ago, comedy album that No, Jen, thanks for clarifying. We thought you meant um your electric guitar riff album. I used to have a bit about being afraid, what if I snap and go crazy and murder someone? I hope I stay snapped. I hope I stay crazy. But I never want to snap back and regret it because that I wouldn't be able to live with myself. And it was kind of a, it was a long involved bit about, you know, house sitting for some friends and this whole thing. It's like, I don't have OCD, but that's kind of an OCD-ish problem or thought or worry or obsession. And it doesn't plague me and it's not compulsive and it's not disordered, but it's enough that I stay away from true crime that I just don't want to get inside the minds of a murderer. Even if the the podcast is about how they were brought to justice or how the victim's family found them when the cops weren't being helpful, whatever the angle is, there still is someone who did it. And I, it freaks me out. It's just my thing. And, you know, I, I haven't watched the Jeffrey Dahmer show And I know the big controversy with that is that people are sympathizing with him. And that wasn't really the point, but that wasn't really the point of the show. I mean, obviously. And so 
I don't know. I just remember there was this story when I lived in, I live in Brooklyn now again, but when I lived here before in the late nineties, Madonna's album Ray of Light had come out and I loved and still love the song Ray of Light. And I would walk around with it in my Walkman. I think my CD Discman over and over. It would just get me pumped up and excited and just strutting down the streets of New York. And there was one day when a girl got killed. She got pushed in front of an oncoming subway. I wasn't there. I mean, I read about it. And the man that killed her was schizophrenic and not a sociopathic murderer, but he was hearing voices. And, you know, they did this whole investigation and it's just a huge failure of everything, right? A, a failure of the healthcare system where, yes, he was medicated and hadn't uh, checked in to get a renewal prescription in a while. And, you know, they, he was sent notices and he never went back to the doctor and blah, blah, blah. He said he used to listen. He used to walk around the city listening to Ray of Light. And then he said that one day he heard voices coming through the song telling him to push someone. And so I stopped walking around New York listening to Ray of Light because I was, of course, I know there's some voices coming through it. But I just, it just reminded me of that. And I thought it was that anxiety thing. What if I do it? What if I do it? What if I push someone? So that's just, I don't like that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If that makes sense. Now, when I'm depressed, when I've gone through, I'll say maybe during the lockdown, was very lonely at one point, was just literally inside my apartment, the whole world was literally on fire. At least my world was. Los Angeles was having so many fires. The sky was completely smoky. The air quality was too bad to go outside. We were having curfews. There was, uh, because of protests, we were having a COVID lockdown. Everything was just awful. And when I feel that way, I can watch scary things. I can watch scary movies or I can watch grotesque things. Like for me, it's World War II stuff. So I can watch World War II movies or, you know, they're hunting Nazis in Brazil and they catch them. That kind of stuff doesn't bring me down further. It, I don't know what it does. But if, if there was ever a horror movie that I never saw or something that I thought, well, I'm kind of interested in it, that's something I would watch like when I'm depressed because I just feel like, ugh. But that has really nothing to do with it. Anyway, I'm not a true crime person. So, But to me, that has become synonymous with what a podcast even is. And to me, I, podcasting was always this kind of guerrilla style thing where it reminds me of if you're old enough to remember – um, I can't even think of the name of it. Community TV. Um, not closed circuit TV. Oh God, I can't remember the name, but you know what I'm talking about. It's not cable TV. Anybody could get on it. Um, 
I'm going to lose my mind. Don't email me by the time I remember it. By the time you hear this, it'll have been days since I recorded it. But but that kind of thing. You can just kind of get on, you know, or you just get, get on a microphone and, and go. And I remember the first podcast I ever listened to was, this was way back. This was 2003, four, And I was listening to Ricky Gervais' podcast with Stephen Merchant and Carl Pilkington. And now I think I would look back on it and now that we have been around Ricky Gervais for decades and he's revealed a little more of himself, I would think, oh, it's kind of mean-spirited, you know, but I didn't really feel like it was back then. But anyway, that to me was the podcast was, this is like a radio show, but we don't uh, have all the restrictions with language or or whatnot, or if there are ads, you, you know, you can go a little longer without having to break at any certain time. I, I don't know. I mean, but I guess I'm in this, in, and that's what's so weird about it is is with podcasting, I'm in this industry that I'm not really part of. All of us who podcast are just kind of our own thing. But so this article in Vulture talks about how, you know, sometimes the joke is that everyone has a podcast now. Apple has 2.5 million shows. But the the show that really brought attention to podcasting was Serial you know, S-E-R-I-A-L, 2014 smash hit about a man accused of murdering his former high school girlfriend. But 2014, I had already been listening to podcasts for 10 years at that point. And people just started listening to them. And I remember, you know, whenever anyone asks me what podcasts I listen to, I kind of can't answer because it's never going to be what they're listening to. It's never going to be the true crime thing or, oh, I'm listening to this investigative report about this and that because those shows are starting to get too cute by half. An expression I hate and also barely know what it means, but now I feel like whenever I listen to a show where they take a deep dive into a topic and it's over six episodes, it is so desperate sounding to hold our attention that there's bells and whistles and funny commentary. And it's like, I'm, the story's interesting. I'm a podcast listener. I'm low key, a boring person. I can handle some dry information. Like we don't need all the pizzazz. And I can, I can see, oh, this industry is spinning on itself because it doesn't even trust what made it good in the first place, which is people who can hang and listen to talking will be fine listening to an investigative report unraveled. Do you hear the sirens? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, God. Um, nobody wants to hear that. But anyway, so so what they're saying now is everything is just getting jammed up and there's no money in it anymore. I mean, again, myself included, for comedians, when I used to tour, my podcast was an advertisement for my tour dates. And now it is like, yeah, I do make a small living uh, as one of my, I mean, it's not my living, but like I make a, an amount on, on my Patreon. And, but this is different. This is talking about the industry podcasting where 
you know, a podcast network picks you up and pays you. And I saw this and I could not believe that um, Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes, who have that show, Smartless, they were paid $80 million a deal with Amazon Music. I mean, that's the thing. And now uh, this article is about, oh, you know, these places don't have any money. Well, why are you giving $80 million at a time to three guys that are already millionaires? I mean, my God, these are three guys who have been on hit shows that are in reruns. They're multi, multi-millionaires. They wouldn't do it for less than $25 million a piece? I mean, could you have given $10 million? Could they have got three, 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 three? I mean, what the, you know... And I can't, people listen to that show too. I can't take it. I've listened to it before, but it's just like three guys talking over each other. And then Jason Bateman, I never really cared about politics. Well, then you're not for me because I've always cared. So I don't want to hear your dumbed down version of politics. <sighs> but God bless, God bless. Anyway, so they're talking about how there's no money in podcasting anymore. But again, what they mean by podcasting is all these kind of series things. And that, you know, you, you have a new show and you can't get any buzz and buzz matters, says Larry Rosen, president of Edison Research, which has studied podcasts for years. The space needs to have whole new ideas that get people wanting podcasting or to try it for the first time. See, to me, I'll, I'll tell you all the podcasts. I listen to a lot of political podcasts because people have more time to break things down. I listen to a lot of podcasts from legal analysis legal analysts or federal agents that talk about things, or I listen to a lot of podcasts about ADHD. I'll just go into iTunes and search ADHD. I'll listen to, I'll download a few things, click around. If I like the audio quality, the sound of the voices, if it has information I need, I'm always listening to something, but I use it more uh, kind of educational in a way. I don't have any that really entertain me. I have checked into a few series where I guess it's true crime, but it's not murdery. It's more this person pretended to be something else and ripped off a lot of people. But to be honest, the way my brain works, and I, I guess maybe I pin another thing on ADHD, is anything kind of narrative with audio, I, I start zoning out. I, I can't do audiobooks for that reason, but I can listen to someone explaining something that's going on, you know, oh, this is why the 11th Circuit Court that Trump's case is going to is going to shoot it down and what it means. I, I don't know. I can follow that. But narrative, I just start, I just get into a, a sleepy place. So anyway, I just, I didn't realize all that was going on in the podcasting world because I, I feel outside of it, not as a podcaster, well, yes, but I don't mind that. But I, I feel outside of it as a listener because when people ask me what podcasts I, podcasts I listen to, I for some reason, I already know that they're not what I think is a true podcast listener, which is more the kind of down and dirty punk rock. I listen to things that people start that are very niche kind of thing that are not taking on a journey through a story. I mean, when people seem to need this cut and dry, well, it's six episodes and, oh, and then this celebrity did a voice on it. I'm just like, that's not podcasting, whatever you're talking about. So this article is saying, has podcasting gone the way of radio? And I'm thinking, well, yeah, because a bunch of business people came in and turned it into old timey radio and that was never what it was supposed to be for. So I don't know. I, I was going to read some of the article, but to be quite honest, it's a little bit boring and... I just wanted to say that 
I think there's two worlds in podcasting. I think there's this kind of mainstream world where what I call podcasts that don't count as podcasts, even though they're the ones that make millions of dollars, I just don't, that to me is new people coming on board and trying to make podcasting something else and how, I don't know. I don't really know what my point was, but I think what I do here and other podcasts like it, to me, this was the entire point. And so I hope you, I hope you agree and I hope you enjoy it and, you know, would love to hear your thoughts on what you think podcasting is. You can email me. I've changed the email address. It's nofunpodcast at jenkirkman.com. And you can look in the show notes and find that there if you forgot what I just said. And of course, I'm heading over to Patreon right now. I don't know where you're going. You're sitting there with your dishes. You got more to do. Just come on over and join. Uh, three, four, or five dollars a month. The more you pay, the more episodes a month you get. It's that simple. You can click the link in the show notes here and I'll see you over there or if not next week.